Good morning. Are you awake? Or is this still part of that weird dream you were having? This is a huge pickle. Carson and Kennedy begins now. If you're just tuning in, here's what we know. Oh, it's a disaster. Good morning. How are you? All right. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. How are you so happy? I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. We talked about this on Tuesday. Hey, it's only Tuesday. Tuesday's another one of my trigger words. Yeah, I know. I know. But, you know, every day above ground is a good day. Yeah, it is. Okay, well, let's get it started then. It's showtime. get that first little introduction to that song just puts a smile on my face <laughs> i was reading a little bit about cindy lauper this morning she an, is an amazing powerhouse of a human being an important day today for her life in 1984 she became the first female in like two decades to be nominated for five grammy awards Album of the Year, Best New Artist, Best Pop Vocal Performance for Female, Record of the Year, and Song of the Year. 1984 was pretty good for Cyndi Lauper. Well, then She's she went so on unusual, to write, right? a, you know, a Broadway musical, no big deal. Yep. Kinky Boots. Yep. Oh, she wrote Kinky Boots? She wrote the music. She wrote the book. She wrote the music, I believe. Uh, but yes. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite ones. You ever seen her in concert? Nope. Oh, she's so good. I saw her... Five years ago, took my mother-in-law. It was Rod Stewart and City Lauper down at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield. Woo, damn. Mimi must have been living her best life. Oh, her rocking and swaying. She went for Rod Stewart, but she quickly realized she was a City Lauper fan, too. <laughs> How can you not be? <laughs> Now you see her in TV commercials still at like four o'clock in the morning every day. Yep. Well, it is uh, Tuesday, January 10th, 2023. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? How much just yet? Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Okay. How was your day yesterday? Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just. Went to the store and got a bunch of stuff for my throat, and then yeah. canceled everything else and went home. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I can't. Uh, I just got to get my voice back. That's tough. I, I fear I fear for damage, and so I just right. I do what I can here, and then stop talking the rest of the day. Are you feeling any progress? Or do you feel like I you're feel stuck? okay, but um, but I just it's just my voice isn't healing up. Barrett and Lana sound worse sounded worse yesterday than they have in the past month yeah sometimes when it's just getting over with because like all of the mucus is clearing up so it's sitting in the back of your throat which makes it which is bad for your cords and that's what makes it sound like this and then plus all the coughing that you've done and all the clearing of your throat she slept in the bed with me last night she finally left I was so grateful is she coughing and coughing oh my gosh all night long you've got to get call your doctor and get the um, the codeine cough syrup yeah. It's so it is a game 
changer. It's hard to get anything right now. You and I were talking about this yesterday. Yeah, but that's prescription. I you know. have to get a prescription for that. But even prescription stuff is hard to get for different medicines <clears throat> Well, right ask now. anyway. Just say, you know, it's, it's impeding my life. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep. I can't, whatever. Because they're not just going to give it to you because it's a narcotic. Right. But it is, when I, you know, when I went through that whole thing with my voice and uh-huh. I had bronchitis and pneumonia right before it, it was the only thing that worked to let, just let me sleep. When we went to uh, the pharmacy the other day, you know, I got, I grabbed the pharmacist because I was, you know, having a 12-year-old, he's right on the cusp of what he mm-hmm. can take over the counter because it, it shifts <laughs> between sure, sure, under sure. 12 and over 12. So we've never really given him adult medication mm-hmm. before. So I wanted to get a pharmacist recommendation. And he's like, yeah, we got, we really don't have a lot out on the shelves. And he walked me out there and the entire aisle where you would find all sorts of stuff to deal with the flu oh, for sure. was empty. Oh, Everybody's sure. sick. Everybody, yeah. Everybody is sick. There's nothing out there. Yeah. And a lot of prescription stuff they didn't have. We were trying to get prescriptions transferred to different drug stores just to be able Sometimes to get you them. you have to call around, yeah. Because, and other stores don't have them either. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to transfer prescriptions to another store, then you got to call your doctor so he can move it. It's he shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, a lot of times with medications. Have to do that. Yeah, unless I, it's I, unless it's narcotics or whatever, I can't imagine. Yeah, because I've done it a million times. Girlfriend mm, goes to the CVS a lot. Mm, <laughs> same. Got a whole bag of those long receipts. Girlfriend on meds, man. Well, I mean, I got a wife, I got a son, and I got a mother-in-law. I spend a lot of time at the drugstore. Uh, yeah. They know me be, by my. Be kind to your face. pharmacists. Yeah. Anyway, well, good to see you, Kennedy. Yes, good producer to be Dan. Seen. Hello, hello. How good you doing, morning. buddy? Good morning. I'm doing pretty good. Dad, you stay up and watch that football game last night. I did not stay up and watch the football game. Yeah. I was tired yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll get into that in just a minute. The national championship happened last night in college football, and holy smokes, that was a wild one last night. Uh, we'll uh, get into the Good Vibe Tribe. Talk about also the Celtics. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have in the eight o'clock hour. We're gonna have a reporter from WBZ TV, our CBS affiliate here in Boston, uh, Julie McDonald. We've been following along with this story out of Cohasset. I text Kate Merrill yesterday as you know more details were coming out. The husband uh, of this woman who is missing was seen buying you know five hundred dollars worth of complete of cleaning supplies at a hardware store in cash. Yeah. Not suspicious at all. Right. And then him coming out after being taken into custody with a smile on his face, wearing bags on his feet. I mean, there's just all sorts of weird plot twists with this story that's going on in Cohasset. And it's it's really just tragic and sad. Uh, the woman has three kids and she's still, they have no idea where she is. She is missing, right? And they have now found blood. They have found she a knife. Somewhere. So uh, I asked Kate Merrill yesterday, I was like, who is the reporter that's like covering all of this? And she's like, oh, you got to reach out to Julie McDonald. So I was talking to her last night. She's going to come on the show in the eight o'clock hour and give us everything that she knows uh in the seven o'clock hour uh a friend of mine got five hundred dollars worth of groceries by mistake and what he did is pretty crazy to me and then uh in the six o'clock hour we're going to talk about my son barrett who yesterday did something for the first time as a preteen that uh nearly got him killed by his father uh, so all of that is coming up. Also, a trip to Vegas to see Adele at 9.05. It's Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. Celtics played Chicago last night at the Garden and get a win. Tatum. Backdoor, yes and a foul. Vucevic rebound Grant Williams, who has tied his regular season high with 29. Hands it over, and that'll do it. Celtics win it over the Bulls, 107-99. to They are 29-12. We are officially halfway through the season, Kennedy, and they have the best record in the NBA. That's amazing. Yes, pretty nice little run they got going on. Uh, they play tomorrow night. The Pelicans are in town, Kennedy. I know you're a big Pelicans fan. I don't even know where the Pelicans are from. New Orleans. Oh. 
New Orleans. Yeah, when I think New Orleans, I think Pelicans. Yeah. And when it's, I think of Utah, I think of jazz. Yes. And, and I'm going to go there next. And when I think of LA, I think of lakes. <laughs> <laughs> the pelican, the bird that strikes fear in the hearts of your opponents. <laughs> uh, and the NCAA College Football Championship was held last night at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. And the Georgia Bulldogs demolished Texas Christian. I don't know if you saw the score or not, Kennedy. No. 65 to 7 was the final score. Oh my gosh. 65 was to no 7. Was no one better than TCU or did they get luckier this season? No, did well, they just have a real good team. TCU had a great season. They beat Michigan in the semifinal game. Mm-hmm. Michigan uh, shot themselves in the foot a lot in that game, too. Mm. But, you know, Georgia's just another tier of it really is. college football. It really is. Just, it's it's, sick. it's and, a lifestyle. And they have a guy who's like 40 playing uh, quarterback for them. I don't know if you caught this story. Do you story. want a 40-year-old quarterback? Yeah. Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So he is 25 years old. There are He's quarter- been redshirted a little while. He, there are quarterbacks <laughs> in the NFL for five years now that are the exact same age as him. Well, some people have a harder time getting through school. Don't make him feel bad about it. Yeah. He, he had a tough time getting out of high school because I don't think he got out of there until he's 20. Don't make him feel bad about it. Everybody <laughs> takes their own time, mister. Yeah. You should know that. <laughs> I, can get, I can get a few years of summer school. I understand that. But eight years of high school might be a little much. He didn't do eight years of high school. He had to do five or six. No, he didn't. He got redshirt. Yeah, he got redshirt. No, he didn't. He transferred, didn't he? He did transfer, but he so he started at Georgia, went to a junior college, came back to Georgia, and then stayed at Georgia for five years. Mm-hmm. So he only did five years at college. So that means he did two years extra of high school. you said he was at Georgia for five years. For four and, years, and excuse then, me. And then a community college. No, 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 no. He did that in the same... He was supposed to go to Georgia and then left and went to community college in the same year. I think it only That means five. he didn't have the grades to play. So there you go, buddy. It takes yeah. a minute. Mm. Well, it takes a village of tutors. He's a back-to-back national champion, so he's not going to have a hard time getting a job even if he doesn't graduate in Georgia. Selling cars somewhere. because yeah. They'll put him on a billboard and he'll make tons of money. There you go. And I don't know if you caught this yesterday, but Robert Kraft sent out a letter to all of these season this ticket holders. Wild. This is a wild one. He says, and I quote, unfortunately, our season ended sooner than we hoped yesterday afternoon in Buffalo. While we always want to be playing games with playoff implications in week 18, our expectation was to perform better throughout the season and to advance to the playoffs. We can assure you that no one in our organization is satisfied with the results from this past season. In the weeks ahead, we will be making critical evaluations of all elements of our football operation as we strive to improve and return to the playoffs next year. When we welcome you back for the 2023 season, we anticipate presenting you with an improved product on the field, as well as many exciting new features and additions to Gillette Stadium. You have helped create a dominant home field advantage over the past 20 years, and we look forward to creating many more memorable moments in the years ahead. As always, we're extraordinarily thankful for your support you provide us and the strong foundation our organization has as a result. With great appreciation, Robert and Jonathan Kraft. So just letting them know, hey, when you write that check coming up in a couple of weeks... We're trying to do something yeah. about it. If he felt the need to release a statement, that means he's saying, I'm still in charge, not Bill, and we are going to clean house around here. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me, too. Mm. The whole offensive side of the ball, the revolving door. Mm. All right, let's get to the Good Vibe Tribe. Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe. In this world filled with serious news reports on people doing stupid things, we say every little thing is going to be all right. Yeah. There are people in this world doing good work and we are here to celebrate them. So don't worry about a thing. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. 
Here's another story from a member of Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe. Drop us a text in the studio if you have a story that should be featured inside the Good Vibe Tribe, 617-931-1234. A woman on Reddit posted a letter a DoorDash driver left in her mailbox, thanking her for a generous tip. She left them on Christmas Eve. It was $100 on a $60 order. They said they've been delivering food since losing their job last fall, and the tip was so out of nowhere they couldn't stop crying. Have you heard about this kid? He's an 11-year-old in Colorado named Jude Coffey. He has autism and learned to play the piano without any lessons, and he's just naturally gifted, and people are comparing him to Mozart. Well, his parents don't have much money, so all his dad had was a keyboard. Well, late last year, a guy who tunes pianos named Bill Magnuson heard him play and was so blown away that he paid out of his own pocket $15,000 to buy the kid a grand piano. Bill isn't super wealthy either. He had gotten a a little bit of an inheritance, so he used that to buy the grand piano. He's also paying for lessons so Jude can get even better, and he tunes the piano once a month for free, and he promises to do that for the rest of his life. Wow. And a guy in Vegas named Frank Steele opened a pizza place called Frankensons for, or Frankensons, I'm not sure how he pronounces it, four months ago. He was struggling even to pay his rent until last week when a popular TikTok food reviewer came through. So the guy's name is Kevin Lee lives in Vegas. He has over 8 million followers. He goes in, he buys $80 worth of food, taste tested it on TikTok and loved it. And within hours, business was booming. And Frank had no idea why. TV crews show up. They're like, hey, did you hear what happened? He's like, no, I didn't know what happened. Uh, Two things that the reviewer really loved were the garlic knots and lemon pepper wings. In one week, the reviews have racked up 30 million views on the guy's TikTok channel. You love to see TikTokers doing the goodness. And Kennedy, you need the five to one ratio. That is the secret to a happy relationship. You can improve your personal and professional relationships really easy if if you're willing to force a few smiles when you're mad. According to relationship experts, there's a trick called five to one, and it's the key to keeping everyone happy and satisfied. Basically, for every one negative interaction, you need five positive ones. Sure. Okay? I knew it was a math equation. That's it. So uh, they don't have to be big interactions or gestures. Even something like a smile or a joke is enough. You just need to make sure that you have five good things happen for every one bad thing. And Just this make sure you have five good things happen. Because you can just make them happen. And this works for marriages, (laughs) friendships, professional situations, as long as the positive to negative ratio is five to one. Kennedy, why did the evil chicken lay an egg? Or what are they called? What? Uh, Why did the chicken lay an evil egg? And what are they called? I don't know. Okay. Trying to make you smile, Kennedy. Well, give me the answer. Deviled eggs. Okay, so that's one. You got four more. (laughs) (laughs) Or is that the one bad? (laughs) And you still got a five, find five happy. Nowhere to go but up. Kennedy, what do you have for the Good Vibe Tribe audience? All right, I give to you a little girl from England, and she was writing out little uh, cards to all of her teachers. She wanted to give them Christmas cards to tell them that she loves them very much. But she had some brutal honesty for one instructor. Here is what she said. Rosie, what is that you're writing to a teacher? What does that say? Blame your thoughts on the children. And why are you writing that to a teacher? (laughs) Because that's rude. (laughs) Oh, mistake. (laughs) Not doing that card. The mom went on to say that she she's an anatomy, yoga, and Pilates teacher. They talk about bodily functions in the house a lot, so it's not a big deal for her. But apparently this teacher was just blaming 
blaming it on the, everybody but the teacher. And she was not accepting oh, of Rosie, it. Rosie, what is that you're writing to a teacher? What does that say? Blame your thoughts on the children. And why are you writing that to a teacher? Because that's rude. That is rude. Oh, mistake. <laughs> not doing that part. I'm not going to do that. She's 100% right. It is rude. Get a dog in the classroom if you want to blame her on someone. <laughs> Thank you, if you know someone who should be celebrated in Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe, call or text us now. 617-931-1234. Keep up the good vibes there, Boston. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go. On Mix 1041. I had the first moment where I lost my son yesterday and I honestly, I didn't know what I was going to do about it and I was scared out of my mind. So he's 12 now, Barrett. He has an Apple Watch and his Apple Watch is broken. So normally he would just call or text when he gets done with school to tell me what he's going to do. So he did that yesterday. He gets out of school and he calls me from his friend's phone and says, hey, me and the guys were running down to dunks. His term's exactly me and the guys. Or maybe he said me and the boys. Either way, I, I like hanging it. Hanging with the boys. Yeah, I think that's what he said. Hey, he's like, hey, me and the boys are going to dunks and then City we're going to the park. The townie's going to hang out. Right. And <laughs> I go was down like, the corner. <laughs> no, not going to the corner store. He's not going to be a corner kid. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> I know. Uh, my mama thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> this story says different. Go on. <laughs> so he goes down. He you know, he texts me, says, going to dunks and then he's going to the park. So uh, that was about 3.15 when he gets out of school. And so I don't hear from him for 15, 4.30, 4.45, and now it's getting dark. It gets dark at what, 4.30, right? Yeah. yeah. So now it is 5 o'clock and it is pitch black dark and he's not home. And I am feverishly vacuuming the house. I'm so scared for him. Right? And Lana doesn't know this yet. And Smart. she's going to be heading home. And if Lana gets to the house before Barrett gets to the house, he's a dead man. All bets are yep. off. And I'm a dead man. I'm more <laughs> worried about my happen. life than about his. <laughs> Screw him. So if Lana gets home first, everybody dies. It's self-preservation <laughs> for me at this point, right? <laughs> While this is happening in the four o'clock hours, it's getting darker. He called me from his friend's phone. So I text his friend. Now, I don't know this number, but I know it's one of his boys. So I text him. I'm like, hey, could you have Barrett call me? Nothing. I'm like, hey, it's Barrett's dad. Could you have him just reach out? Nothing. You're being too nice. Hello? Question mark. Nothing. Eventually, I call the number too. Nothing. And it's. Did a, you not tell the person on the other end of that phone? I'm going to call your mother if you don't call me back. You don't. He don't know. You don't know. So. <laughs> and so then I call and I'm figuring, oh, when I hear the voicemail, I'll know which kid it is, right? No, because the kid hasn't set up the voicemail on his phone. So now I have no idea where Barrett is, and I have no idea who he is with. Pitch black, dark out, and Lan is on her way home. That's a lot of anxiety in one space. Right. So now I have to start calling other dads and asking, have you seen my son? Only other dads because you need it kept a secret from the moms. I'm not calling the moms. Hell no. I got you. Hey, so is is your son at the park with Barrett? He's like, no, he's here home working on homework. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's where my son should be. So then I finally, now I have to go through my text messages. I have to type in this kid's name and then start scrolling through hundreds of old text messages to try and find somewhere where I can find the dad's contact. Yo, next time call me. I have the website where I can check all phone numbers. <laughs> right? Yeah. So <laughs> so I finally find the dad's number. And I sent him a text and I was like, hey, I know Barrow's going to the park. It's Carson. Have you have you, you seen my son? Have you seen my son? He's like, oh, yeah, they're, they're downstairs playing. 
So now, no, now I'm even more mad. So he's not even at the park. He has gone to a friend's house and hasn't told me. And and so I am trying not to like scream through text message at the dad, right? Because he has no idea what's going of on. Of course not. And like, he's can like, you just send him on home. He please? says, uh, you know, I'll get him to call you. I was like, no, 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 no. Just, just tell him to come on home. So he's like, well, I'll drive him home because it is pitch black dark and it's now after five o'clock. Yeah, and he's sure, done. sure, sure. So he finally gets home at about five ten, and the the time from when the dad tells me where Barrett is to him getting home, I have about five minutes, and I am just running through my head how I'm going to handle kill my child when he gets there. <laughs> so. Not deep breathing exercises then. <laughs> I and I honestly. How long before Lana got home? Did it, you have some wiggle room? Yeah, I had about seven minutes from the time oh. that Barrett got home to the time Lana got home. And honestly, the whole conversation in my head was whether or not I was going to swear at this child, whether I was going to drop the f bomb, yeah. because I wanted him to understand how upset I was, and you I see, didn't I'm know. I'm very disappointed. Not and work. I didn't know if I could get that across without swearing. Yes, you know I gave up swearing no, a couple yes, of years ago. Yes. And so I he comes in and I'm like, where the frig have you been? I didn't swear. I couldn't do it. It doesn't okay. hit the same. It doesn't hit the same. Where, I am so freaking mad at you. <laughs> it just it's does not hit yet. the same. He's like, I told you I was going to his house. I was like, no, you did not. You told me you were going to dunk with the boys. That was your phrase, with the boys. And then you said you were going to the park with the boys. You and your boys. You didn't say anything about going to anybody's house. And it is after 5 o'clock, and it's, and it's dark outside, and your mom's about to be home, and where have you... You almost got me in trouble. Does Take- he have, like, a time he has to be home every day? Like ours No, was because he normally checks in. Like he, always, yeah. he I, I will say this. He normally checks in. So I'm like, take out the trash and... And go scrub your toilet. So I gave him a bunch of chores. So he disappears upstairs. And just as he disappears upstairs, Lana comes in. <sighs> so Did I don't say, no, I didn't say anything to her. Mm-hmm. She comes in. I'm like, hey, how's it going? I'm just trying to like diffuse myself yeah. because she's just getting home from work. She's yeah. got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And then Barrett comes downstairs. He walks right by me and he is crying. <laughs> and and Lana's like, how was your day? What what What's going on? And he's like, well, you know. She's like, no, I don't. So you didn't tell him that we weren't telling mom. Well, I, I, I had to be honest. I didn't have any chance to process what I was going to do because it all happened so quickly. So he ratted himself so out good. to his mother. He's like, yeah, I, I went to my friend's house and didn't tell dad. And I just got home three minutes ago. And then he got a second one from Lana. He's a good boy, though. No, he's a great kid. No, I get it. I would be losing my mind. Too. But it was just like you're you're that parent going. Okay. No, it's five o'clock. It's dark, and you don't know what how to get was he of wearing. Him. Who was he with? Where? You know. Now these I've, are all questions in the back of your this head. This is why if that I you're going to have to tell a police officer. They'd be low jacked. Something underneath their skin for the rest of their life. <laughs> this is how kids end up on milk cartons. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and like I said, he normally has his Apple Watch, but it's broken. We got to go get it fixed. Do you have a friend who's on the police department? Do. <laughs> no. Here's this is what my friend did. We all snuck out one night to go TP Jeff mm. Campbell's house. Right. And when we got back, there were two cop cars in front of the house. Oh. Because it was a slumber party, and Wendy's mom walked downstairs, and we. We were all gone and so she so called, she a called cop. her friend who was oh, a cop. i remember that for the and next had one. the lights going whoop whoop when she got out of my outside and we were should have called auntie Kennedy. and he gave us he gave us the little <laughs> what this is, is going to go on your record what did jeff campbell do to you <laughs> oh nothing teeping was what you did in, in, in those years he was cute and we liked him that's what he did <laughs> carson and kennedy on mix 1041 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossip in 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. So this season of America's Got Talent is called America's Got Talent All-Star. So it's bringing back people who maybe didn't win to come back to get their redemption. It uh, is so good. They're also bringing in acts from other countries that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, did well in other countries or mm-hmm. maybe won in other countries. Mm-hmm. It is the best. He- I'm not a huge AGT. Yeah, I'm not a huge AGT guy, but our family found this one of the All-Stars and it is fantastic. So last night... Uh, season 14 fan favorites Detroit Youth Choir who got a golden buzzer from Terry Crews back in 2019 were able to come back these are a group of kids ranging from 8 to 18 and they set the house on fire For what you have done for the city of Detroit. For what you have done in this world. One golden buzzer is not enough. That's awesome. Terry gave him a golden buzzer yet again. There was a a group from Ukraine that were dancers. Mm -hmm. And so it's all young people, but they couldn't get all of them here from Ukraine because of obviously everything that's going on. So they actually, some people helped join in and learned all the choreography so that they could be on the show. And they ended up getting a golden buzzer as well. Yeah. There's some really good acts Pretty inspirational stuff. Yeah, it really is. It's a lot of fun to watch. So there's a new movie that's in theaters now. It's called Bad. Babylon. It's like one of those movies with 8,000 stars in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, Tobey Maguire, um, Olivia Wilde, a whole bunch of people. How have I not heard of this if everyone's in it? It's really, um, it's one of those, you know, um, like movies with all those stars and then 10 different things happening and everybody's paths cross and whatever. Mm-hmm. So in any event, there is a scene in the movie where Margot Robbie kisses Brad Pitt. However, it was not in the script. She just decided to do it because how many chances in life do you get to kiss Brad Pitt? It wasn't in the script. Nellie comes up and goes up to Brad's character and Catherine Waterstone's character. And I was like, I'm just going to kiss them. Let's see what happens. (laughs) They were were a little bit shocked. Um, Both their faces were like, what just happened? (laughs) I think that's fantastic. I only have one shot in my life to kiss Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I'm in a movie with him. I have a scene with him. Kiss mm-hmm. is not in the script. I'm going to make it happen, Captain. And so she did. Mm. What if it had been the other way <laughs> I around? I was just thinking that. No, no, what she, if, she what? kissed a woman too. I know, but no, what if Brad Pitt decided I wanted to make out with Marco Robbie? I think... Uh, a male actor and, and was just going around happened? kissing people. No, no, it isn't just going around. Like she said, I mean, I'm making very light of this situation. Sure, and yeah, so yeah, she, yeah, yeah. But 
she talked to the director. Mm-hmm. She said, I think it fits for my character because her character is kind of a loosey-goosey kind of a gal. Right, I got And you. the do- director was like, well, if you think it'll fit, let's do it. You know, uh, there are many things throughout sure. the, the storied history of cinema. But Brad didn't cinema. know it was coming. Well, there are a lot of scenes that you look it up and say scenes actors didn't know was coming. <laughs> it's happened a lot. People getting hit. Brad Pitt, you know, in Fight Club, yes. when Edward Norton punches him in the face right before they go in for the first Fight Club. Right. He wasn't supposed to hit him. Huh. And the director said hit him. Huh. So that reaction that Brad has is genuine. Mm-hmm. And he kept acting. So sometimes you just Getting let kissed by Mar- Margot Robbie I greater really than suck. being punched. <laughs> yeah. In Fight Club. I'm like, oh no, I have to kiss Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that take lived up to its full potential. <laughs> so there we go. Can we that. try that take again? <laughs> take two, take three. And I've got a new couple alert for you. Okay. Woo-hoo. Pete Davidson and an actress by the name of Chase Sweet Wonders have moved out of the friend zone and into something else. They were spotted getting cozy while grabbing a bite to eat in Brooklyn on Monday. Some photos obtained by TMZ. They were sitting in a booth at a place called Baba's Pierogies. They were the only people in this in the restaurant, sitting alone in a corner, and just someone just relentlessly taking pictures of them. What happened to him in uh, the the supermodel? Emily Ratajkowski. They're both um, seeing other we'll people. We'll get there, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, producer. Um, they wrapped their arms around each other. They were watching something funny on his phone. They exchanged a couple of sweet smooches. Um, they've been spotted together since maybe around December. Um, they're current, they reunited, they say, back in October when she joined the cast of Davidson's new show, Bupkiss, which is a loose adaptation of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, through a rep, he said that they were just friends, but it looks like mm-hmm. perhaps that's taken a turn. Um, I wish them a very happy 90 days together because that's too. about what Pete does. What do, you, mm-hmm. what, what do you need? Do you, need yeah. you know, she's I mean, 26. They're not he's getting, 29. Yeah. You don't need to be anything serious. He, ha- he is living the life right now. Emily Ratajkowski, I mean, he dated her for like an hour. Yeah, Emily Ratajkowski dating, is really. now being seen out with Eric Andre, the comedian. So. She's huh. fine. Don't they worry about just, her. I mean, oh, I'm not. Everybody about he any goes on a date with, he's not dating. Some of them are a little more casual. It's, yeah, they it's, just want to see if it's the okay. Are true. Yeah, they just want to get some of Pete Davidson loving. Or they yeah, just you know mm-hmm. arrangements. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I agree. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. Can't beat Kennedy. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's gonna school you, sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man, you can't beat her. You ain't gonna win, man, you're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh no, oh no, stop, game time. Campy Kennedy now presented by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com, where you pay nothing unless they win. Mm-hmm. That is a good price to me. <laughs> Everybody say good morning to Jared from Whitman. Hello, Jared. Jared. Morning, guys. Will you kick Kennedy out of the studio? Kennedy, would you please leave the studio? Sure thing. Good luck. Five. Five trivia questions, all pop culture. You get more right than Kennedy. You score yourself a hundred bucks, and Kennedy is now gone out of the studio. I also understand you have your daughter Shaylin. Hi. How old are you, Shaylin? Fifteen. Fifteen. All right, you're gonna help out your dad, okay? Yeah. Or you're walking the rest of the way to school. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold out. Blake Shelton says his favorite season of The Voice was not when he met his future wife. It was actually season four when Danielle Bradbury and the Swan Brothers ended up in the finale. Who is Blake Shelton's wife? Gwen Stefani. Even when it's not true, you should just say the season you met your wife. The former host of The Bachelor says he's mentally and physically deteriorated pretty bad after his exit from the franchise in 2021 after saying some inappropriate things on a podcast. Who is the former host of The Bachelor? 
Um, oh, I forgot. All right, question number three. Residents of Montecino, California have been ordered to evacuate due to the massive rain and flooding. Those residents include Harry and Meghan, Oprah, Adam Levine, and Gwyneth Paltrow. What is the capital of California? Sacramento. Dr. Dre sent a cease and desist order to Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene after she used Still Dre in a Twitter video. (laughs) Dr. Dre and another man created headphones that Apple bought as a part of a $3 billion deal back in 2014. What are those headphones called? Beats. And question number number five, con artist... Anna Delvey is developing a reality TV project to separate herself from her public persona. She also wants to create a clothing line and fragrance. What is the name of the Netflix show that was about her life? Inventing Anna. There it is. I think it's Anna, not Anna. Let's get Kennedy back in the studio. Kennedy! That was pretty good, guys. Yeah, that was fantastic. Nice work. Kennedy, welcome back. Hiya. Jared and his daughter, Shaylin, who is uh, 15 years old. They're on their way to school. Uh, they got four out of five. Ooh, well Dream done. team. Yep. Ooh. Pretty good. You ready? Yeah. These are tough. You can quit right now if you'd like. Enough. You I scared of no, Shaylin? I have no quitting me. Let's go. <laughs> Blake Shelton uh, says his favorite season of The Voice was not when he met his future wife. It was actually season four when Danielle Bradbury and the Swan Brothers ended up in the finale. Who is his wife? Gwen Stefani. The former host of The Bachelor says he is mentally and physically deteriorated pretty bad after his exit from the franchise in 2021 after saying inappropriate things on a podcast. Who is the former host of The Bachelor? Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison. Two to one. Residents of Montecito, California have been ordered to evacuate due to the massive rain and flooding. And those residents include Harry and Meghan, Oprah, Adam Levine, and Gwyneth Paltrow. What is the capital of California? Sacramento. Three to two. Dr. Dre sent a cease and desist order to <laughs> Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene after she used Still Dre in a Twitter video. Just unreal. It's like a mad That lips. woman is unreal. Dr. Dre and another man created headphones that Apple bought as a part of a $3 billion deal back in 2014. What are the headphones called? Beats. Beats by Dre. It was... Uh, who Jimmy was? Iovine. Jimmy, Jimmy Iovine. Iovine, that's right. Did you know he sent us a pair of those back in the day, Dan? No. Yes, we did an interview with him, and that particular, at that time, Kennedy's headphone, like one ear, didn't work, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like busting her chops about it to him, mm-hmm. and a couple of days later, autograph beats showed up from him for said, each of us. They had red socks on them. Yeah, they had red socks logos on them. It was pretty dope. That's super nice. I don't it know was, where they are now. I still have mine there in <laughs> my no office. I have no idea where they are. Yeah. But I noticed you're not using them. Yeah, they don't. They They're don't not as good for radio? No, they were great, but I used them for a long time. Yeah. To, you know, I mean, we use them as course. much as they do that they break. Uh, four to three, question number five. Con artist Anna Delvey is developing a reality TV project to separate herself from her public persona. She wants to create a clothing line and fragrance. What is the name of the hit Netflix show about her life? How do I, I've watched it twice, all the way through. Uh, it's not the inventor. <sighs> I'm, I'm not going to get it. Inventing Anna. Inventing Anna. Dang it. Four to four Anna. is the final yes. score. No woo for you. Mm. Don't, don't we get half a point? No, no, that's not no how, you don't get half a point. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Shailen, tell your dad. That's not how it works around here. I appreciate your moxie, though. No. <laughs> yeah, we do appreciate you both listening. Kennedy gets the win. You don't get the cash. What do you guys want to say to Kennedy before you go? 
I'm Jared. I'm Jalen. And we can all be. <laughs> Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go on Mix 1041. If you missed yesterday's show, you can catch the uh, podcast on the Odyssey app. We were talking about Kennedy's uh, Christmas gifts to her sisters out west being stolen off the porch. We were talking about porch pirates on the show, right? There was a $200 gift card, and yeah. then there was a, a mirror that yeah. was stolen. Everything just gone, and you're kind of, you're out of luck. I mean, yeah, I just don't think that there's much I can do about the uh, the gift card, especially. So. so the opposite happened to my friend over the holidays. He calls me. He's like, bro, guess what just happened? I ordered food from uh i think it was like a costco or something like that one of the big box stores and he says and i I ordered like 65 dollars worth of groceries like some cheap hamburgers and you know something that they were doing for over the holidays he says they make the delivery and there is 500 dollars of groceries right now sitting in my kitchen he said there was a roast in there there was good steaks there was like all of this fancy food somebody so they delivered the wrong they delivered the wrong order so the people that ordered probably the 500 dollars worth of fancy groceries got his cheap 65 dollars worth of macaroni and cheese somebody who does the holidays much better that's what he said (laughs) so what do you do in that situation what can you do in that situation? You, you call the delivery company or you go on your app and you say you delivered the wrong thing. Now here, though, I think, because it's already been delivered, I don't know that they can pick it back up and take it's it away. It's very interesting but that you least, say but that. But at least you would call and say something. Right? You'd think you would call and say well, something. I would call and say I something. I would as well. Right. Well, he <laughs> called me to ask me what I would do. And I will tell you what he did in just a minute. Let me grab Emily, who's from Methuen. Good morning, Emily. Hi, good morning. So you had a similar situation. What happened? So when we first moved into our house, um, we got a big um, delivery from like a meal service kit. And it was only two of us. And it was like four meals for four people. So it was like a lot of food. And we didn't really know where it came from. We called the meal service and told them like it wasn't for us. And they just told us that they weren't going to come back for it. So they were like, you can just keep it. Um, and then the same thing happened a second week in a row. And then we kind of put two and two together that it was the previous owner that just didn't change their address. I did that um, once so with a new back again. <laughs> <laughs> so you got two weeks of food for free. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I felt like we did the right thing. We called the company and yeah. it didn't really seem like there was much else we could do. And so we just kind of felt like karma was in our favor and we just accepted the food. So. I just ate it. It, it was delicious. I'm we enjoyed it. Oh, it was very good. <laughs> well, you don't want it to go to waste if they're not going to pick it up. Thanks, no. Thanks, Emily. <laughs> Monica's from Milford. Good morning, Monica. Hi there. This is wild. Hundreds of dollars of what showed up at your house? Pizza. Um... Similar situation to the the previous listener, um, we moved in 2018, and the whole first year that we lived there, they never set up a forwarding address, and most of the time we got, like, final notices and bills and medical stuff, and one time the police came from another state to serve them papers, uh, and were disappointed to find that they no longer lived there. And then one night we were sitting at home and the doorbell rang and this was shortly after the police incident. And I was like, okay, what's it going to be this time? (laughs) And this is when we were doing no contact delivery. I opened the door and there's this huge pile of dominoes just there on my soup. Sodas and pizzas and appetizers and cinnamon twists, the whole shebang. Oh, the the criminals were having a birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) 
the and the, the the Domino's guy's trotting back to his vehicle, and I'm like, "Hey!" He was like, "What?" I was like, oh. "We didn't order this." He was like, "Yeah, you did," and he confirmed our our address, and I was like, "Yeah, but I don't. This isn't ours." He was like, "Well, policy is once it's delivered." It's yours. Yep. Yeah. He's, He's like, leaving. I'm 17 and a little high. This is your food. I don't know what to tell you. I already got tipped. I'm good. <laughs> well, we called the manager of right. the store, and they were like, yeah, no. They're like, you know, they had the former owner's name on the order, and they were like, yeah, no, like, literally, you know, for health purposes, you know, we can't take it back. So I'm sure they called Domino's and, like, were screaming up one side and down the other about their, you know, $200-plus worth of pizza, but... We were just a single, you know, two, uh, two, uh, just a couple, and like we literally had pizza for like a week. It was sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so good. Uh, thank you. We got a text from six one seven. I had six iPhones delivered to my house. I think the people who were ordering it were waiting for the UPS driver, and they were going to snag them. But unfortunately, I was home and intercepted the package before they could, and I took them to the police station. So back to my friend who got five hundred dollars worth of fancy groceries from Costco. What do you think he did? Do you think he called it in and said, hey, I got the wrong well, groceries? I don't know. What did you tell him? I don't know why he called you first <laughs> to, je- to balance the karmic scales. It's just so weird. Like, of all the people to call, I'm going to call Carson. He's like, this is a sticky situation. We I talk. better call Carson. He's my closest friend. We talk like two, three times a day. <laughs> when stuff happens, we call each other. We don't call our wives. I see. I see. Right. He's and your bestie. He is my bestie. And uh, so uh, I said, no, absolutely. You call because he ordered it through a delivery service. Yeah, like you do. I, I said, read back out through the app through the delivery service and at least that you'll feel good they're probably going to yeah. tell you you have to keep it they 100% will right because they can't take it back once it's in but your house that was the right advice because you're a good person right And but that's not what he did <laughs> He just kept it. He's like, screw it. They we're not going to take it back anyway. Why am I going to waste more of my time trying to reach out and tell them I got the wrong person? I hope those other people to enjoy the, my crappy hamburgers. To let, yeah, to let the other people know why. I don't to know. To let the driver I, know why. I'm like, why like, did you call and ask my advice if you're not going to listen then? I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you I got $500 worth of stuff. Really. That's pretty much what he wanted to do. We're having a party. What are you doing later? <laughs> Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossip in 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. Well, the book is out. Hen- uh, Prince Harry's book, Spare, has been released to hit the bookstores late last night in the UK. Uh, they stayed open late into the night, open past midnight to meet the demand for the memoir. It was just like Harry Potter 7 came out. Um, we've... <laughs> I feel like there's not much we don't know about the book because so much got leaked early and he did so many interviews. But he did an interview yesterday with Michael Strahan in Good Morning America, and I wanted to play you a couple of clips from that. Uh, he first talked about, you know, his strained relationships with his family, and Michael asked him, don't you feel like you're a bit responsible for this for writing a book? The only way that I can protect us, the only way that I can correct those mistruths is by writing something, <laughs> the truth, in one place, and I fully accept that writing a book is feeding the beast anyway. Um, one of the things that has been talked about since they got married was the controversy that happened during the wedding and that, and that the, uh, the tabloids were saying Megan made Kate cry, that it was her fault and that she did something wrong. And uh, it was all about the dresses for the, Kate's children, right, the little like flower the, girl dresses. The color of the dress or it was the just fit? The fit. So oh, they okay. were haute couture dresses. They were bespoke. They were made by, you know, they sent in the measurements they were made and sent in. And then uh, Megan had hired a tailor to be 
on hand mm-hmm. um, so that if anything didn't fit, because they came from France, obviously they, they could be tailored. Um, so during this time, um, well, here's what Harry had to say about that particular thing. We were on version 29 or 30, all of which involved my wife supposedly making numerous people within my family cry, which just simply wasn't the case. For historical reference, mm-hmm. like the truth needs to be there and it needs to come from me. So basically what happened was, is Kate texted Megan saying the dress didn't fit and Megan took a whole day to get back to her because this was during the time when Thomas Markle, her father, was staging all those paparazzi pictures about mm-hmm. being in London for the wedding, mm-hmm. even though she didn't want him there. And so it took her a day to get back to them. And that didn't sit well with Miss Kate. And so what I have for you, because Harry had the receipts, he had the actual text messages. Right. So here are those text messages. Charlotte's dress is too big, too long, too baggy. She cried when she tried it on at home. Right. And I told you the tailor has been standing by since 8 a.m. here at KP. Can you take Charlotte to have it altered as the other mums are doing? No. All the dresses need to be remade. I'm not sure what else to say. If the dress doesn't fit, then please take Charlotte to see AJ. He's been waiting all day. Fine. First of all, what child cries when they try on a dress that doesn't fit properly? I don't know. A royal child. Charlotte needs talking to about being a little entitled there. Or or Kate was the one being like, it doesn't fit right and I don't like this and it needs to fit and why didn't you make it fit? And but it, It's all about me. I, I do love though, you, you, sorry, their tone <laughs> in that text message, like how, how it was read was exactly <laughs> probably how they meant it. Right? Yes. And that's the problem with text messaging people. Call each other. You're getting married. Make a quick phone call and say, hey, Charlotte just tried on the dress. It wasn't quite fitting right. Is there anything you, you can suggest? And then she'd well, be no, like, they'd oh already, my. They'd already told her that the time I was understand, there. but this is what happens in text message, and now we've ruined an entire monarchy. <sighs> oh, yeah. That yeah, was, that was it. the last straw. <laughs> Um, y'all remember the Johnny Depp trial, right? Y'all remember his amazing attorney, Camille Vasquez? Well, she is joining NBC News. Um, she has just inked a deal as a legal analyst for the news division, and she made her first appearance yesterday discussing the Idaho College student murder. So uh, there had been a huge bidding war for her hmm. uh, across all three major networks and then some cable networks as to who was going to get her because she right. was so great on camera and she was so good at what she did she and so good. smart right. and so um, she is now working on NBC and there's a little you know because a woman can't succeed without somebody else yelling at her and this is that Savannah Guthrie who is on uh, that station her that husband show. she's the host right? her husband was on the legal team that worked with um, this gal so uh that's so they're saying she, it was that's a little not nepotism. That's not why she A little friends and family. That's not why she got the job. Friends and family? No. Hook up there? No, she's just really, really smart. Mm. And uh, Girls my, can't be lawyers, Kennedy. I know, you know right? That. Know your role. And Miley, <laughs> and Miley Cyrus is coming out with a new album, as we all know, and she gave us a little teaser of a song last week, and this week she gave us another teaser of a song, Singing in Her Shower. And I know earlier when we did this story, you were talking about Carson it being uh, sounding very much like when I was your man. Mm-hmm. There's already people on YouTube who have mixed them together. Mm-hmm. That sounds exactly like it. Well, I don't. We haven't heard the produced version of this song right. yet, so right. it might sound completely different on, once it's all in there. 
Okay, I just did that live. I don't need somebody else to remix it for me to know when something's been ripped off. Well, we'll see. We'll see when the album comes out. And that's what I got. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. You can't beat Kennedy. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's gonna school you, sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man, you can't beat her. You ain't gonna win, man. You're going down. You think you Game time. All right. Uh, Campy Kennedy, of course, now is presented by our new sponsor, Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, where you pay nothing unless they win. Everybody, please welcome in for Redemption Week, Kennedy. Redemption Week. Uh, Lindsay from Malden. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Lindsay? Good morning. Uh, you got a whole crew with you. Who'd you bring with you? I have Nathan and Rebecca. Na- uh, they're your bodyguards? Uh, sometimes. Security team? They'll throw down if I need them. Yeah, they look pretty tough. I wouldn't mess with them. She brought Tiny back up. I've thrown down. (laughs) (laughs) Did Nathan just say he's thrown down? I believe it. He did. Rebecca, is that true? Does your brother throw down? She's not going to say anything. I don't have that one on, Kennedy. So funny. All right. Uh, So you understand how this works. We're bringing back the most recent competitors to have defeated Kennedy to give Kennedy a shot at redemption. Will you guys kick Kennedy out of the studio? Kennedy, can you please leave the studio? Sure thing. Good luck. Thanks, you too. All right. Nathan's going to stay here. Rebecca is following Kennedy into that soundproof booth. So you can see she is actually leaving. Lindsay. Uh, she won't be able to hear anything that is happening in there. How are you feeling about this? Not too, uh, not too confident. No. Kennedy's <laughs> really good, so You're I'm already, just happy to be here. You beat her once. I did, but I've played three times and I only won once. All right, all right. Well, we got faith in you. <laughs> it's a we good got day faith at the plate. Here we go. Five pop culture trivia questions. You get more right than Kennedy, and you win. Question number one: Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have reportedly split split up again. How many kids do they have together? Two. Did you catch the cheat sheet yesterday? I did. Well played. Uh, Jane Fonda says she got starstruck and weak in the knees when she met Tom Brady. Jane and Tom are starring in which upcoming movie about four elderly women on the road to the Super Bowl to see Tom Brady play? 80 for Brady. Question number three. Pat Benatar, turning 70 today, finished the lyric to her song, Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Get right to it. Oh. Something, something. Get right to it. I don't know. Question number four. Today in 1999, The Sopranos premiered on HBO. It ran for six seasons and is still considered one of HBO's greatest shows of all time. What does HBO stand for? Home Broadcasting Office. Question number five. Jennifer Lawrence said the celebrity that would make her starstruck is Jessica Simpson. She also said she looked like a radio contest winner when she was photographed with Ariana Grande during the making of the 2021 movie that they did together. Don't take any offense to that. (laughs) Name the movie. Oh, Ariana Grande and Jessica Simpson? Uh, Yeah. No, uh, Ariana Grande and Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. It was uh, back in 2021. Oh my God. See, I told you. No, I have no idea. All right. 
Let's get Kennedy back into the studio, please. Canada. Kennedy was deep in conversation. Oh, was she? Had to knock on the glass. Yeah. I'm sure. Mm. All right, Sorry, Kennedy, welcome back. She was taking all back. my attention, and we were chatting about some important, important business. Okay, you and you and Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca, was the uh, was the station off in there? You could you couldn't hear anything, could you? Okay, good. Just making sure we're on the up and up. No, Checks we, and balances. We were. I was screaming in there to show her how soundproof it was. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, we we could not hear you. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Lindsay. It looks to me got like two out of five correct. Did I get that right? Two Dan? out of five. Yes. These are pretty tough, Kennedy. Are you ready? Yep. Uh, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have reportedly split up again. How many kids do they have together? Two. Tied at one. Jane Fonda says she got starstruck and weak in the knees when she met Tom Brady. Jane and Tom are starring in which upcoming movie about four elderly women on the road to the Super Bowl to see Tom Brady play? Watch who you call elderly. 80 uh, 80 for Brady. (laughs) Tied at two. Pat Benatar turning 70 today. Finish this lyric to her song, Hit Me With Your Best Shot. your dukes and let's get down to it sing that with my band in the senior year talent show so <laughs> no big deal <laughs> it's really no big deal it's really no big deal and then again name? at my 30th uh, high school reunion let's get down to it Nice job, Kennedy. Oh, that's she good is stuff. amazing. Three to two. Question number four. It was today in 1999. The Sopranos premiered on HBO. What does HBO stand for? Home box office. Home. Nathan, you should definitely check The Sopranos out. I think you'd like it. <laughs> yeah, in a few years, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he can throw down. <laughs> I know, he throws down already. He's like, I got you. <laughs> and also, maybe he could watch Deadpool, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Three to two, question number four. Today, 1990, or excuse me, you got that one right. That is four to two, question number five. Jennifer Lawrence said the celebrity that would make her starstruck is Jessica Simpson. She also said she looked like a radio contest winner when she was photographed with Ariana Grande during a making of the 2021 movie that they did together. Can you name that movie? Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up was the movie, yes. Nice job, Kennedy. Five to two is the final score. Kennedy gets the win. Lindsay, what are you going to do? Still had fun, though. It was awesome. So much fun. We appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate you coming in and doing this. Uh, how you doing over there, Nathan? I'm doing okay. Rebecca, how you doing over there? <laughs> you guys Rebecca look like you have to go to, to school now, so I'd be Jeez. bummed out, too. I feel like Kennedy and Rebecca right would, would hang out we and really be, are. That would be girls. We really are kindred Got the same vibes. Yep. <laughs> she, she, she's giving me side eye just like you give me side Pretty eye. Much. Hey, <laughs> hey, Rebecca, next time Kennedy's out, will you just sit in for her and roll your eyes at me for about four hours? <laughs> she can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. <laughs> Nathan's like, I'll do it, I'll do it. All right, guys, what do you want to say to Kennedy before you go? I'm Lindsay from Alden, and I can't beat Kennedy twice. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go. On Mix 104.1. It's something we never would have expected to happen or take place here. As neighbors try to process the case unfolding before them, investigators are searching for the missing mother of three. Police say family told them Anna Walsh was last seen early New Year's Day, leaving for a work trip to D.C. But prosecutors say her cell phone pinged at the family home 
the following day. Investigators were at this trash facility off Route 1 in Peabody with hazmat suits and police canines searching through mountains of trash. And they did find evidence in connection to the disappearance of Anna Walsh. Brian, what do you want the public to know about this case? Hours earlier, her husband Brian Walsh appeared to smile as he left the Cohasset Police Department in handcuffs. I don't know this woman, but it's really sad. So when Kate Merrill shared this story with us on Tuesday, coming back after the break, one of the first things that you and I started talking about, Kennedy, was how could this woman be missing for days and nobody report it? And you're like, well, you know, I live alone. You might not know. She and I, worked away from the house. She worked, so. right. She would go down to Washington, D.C. Yep. for work. And I said, yeah, but, you know, she's married. She's got three young kids. I can tell you if Lana disappeared for two hours. Yeah, that's true. You everybody guys, would be looking for her, yeah. right? <laughs> and so immediately it just threw up a red flag. Yeah. And I think what we're seeing right now, unfortunately, yeah. is uh, is just so sad and tragic. So Julie McDonald works for WBZ TV. I was talking with Kate Merrill, who does the news for us, uh, about who is the one reporter that you would suggest is on on the front lines covering this story, and it is Julie. Good morning, Julie. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me. So this is really like playing out like a true crime podcast or a, a TV movie. We have the husband allegedly buying five hundred dollars worth of cleaning supplies we have in the house we have we have a house that caught fire that they used to own that may or not even be involved in this deals from years ago right and then three Mm -hmm. young children so can you give us a little bit about this family yeah so i was assigned to this story last thursday afternoon and that's when local cohasset investigators first alerted the media and the community that this wife from there community was missing. Now, Thursday afternoon when they alerted us, that was days after Anna was reportedly last seen. Um, As you mentioned, you know, family had told the police that she basically slipped away in the middle of the night to respond to this work emergency. Last seen at like four or five o'clock in the morning at their house in Cohasset. And it was usual for her to take a ride share to Logan and go back to D.C. where she commuted every week for work. Now, that timeline was a little confusing for friends of the family that I was um, in touch with. Um, you know, she she had a very demanding kind of consuming job in D.C., mm-hmm. from my understanding, as a real estate professional, sort of managing different properties. And so if there was like a crisis at the property, she would be the one to jump in and start doing damage control. So the reason that the timeline sort of was a little confusing for some of the friends is because they had hosted a New Year's Eve dinner party the night before, Saturday evening, celebrating 2023. And I actually did an exclusive interview last night with the guest that they hosted at their home. Oh and gosh. so he left He left their house at 1.30 in the morning. After celebrating with the couple, he said that Brian cooked them an elaborate meal and they were, you know, hugging and toasting. And one of the kids woke up and they're playing with one of the boys. And he described it as a completely normal night. He has known this couple for years. And he said everything was as it's always been. They had a very nice friends celebration for the new year. And then he left around 1.30 in the morning. Um, After that, from what investigators first were told in the timeline that they gave to us, it was just really three hours later that she would have left for this work emergency, but no 
real cell activity from her um, and no bank activity on her cards. So everyone that I've been in touch with, friends along the South Shore, friends of hers in D.C., describe her as this really accessible person, you know, like all of us. Our phones are like an extension of ourselves, and she's a mom, and she has this big job, and it just, you know, she's like a Instagram story poster. Like, mm-hmm. people just were like, this doesn't make sense that she wouldn't have posted the picture on her flight out the window, you know, landing in D.C. It just didn't make sense for people. So then there started to be more questions. There was never any record of an Uber or a Lyft coming to her house um, to pick her up that morning that she supposedly left. And then remember, Monday was like the holiday for most people. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of businesses returned to work on Tuesday. It's Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. By the way, we're talking with Julie McDonald from WBZ, who is filling us in on the uh, Anna Walsh case down in Cohasset. And so then a lot of businesses returned to work on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, friends started to receive calls from Brian. Hey, I haven't seen my wife. Has anyone been in touch with my wife? And this man that I interviewed last night who was at their house New Year's Eve was like, did you call the police? Like this, like this is, what, what do you mean? You know, this is days. And so that's when police first responded to the house. And then on Thursday, you know, alerted us and we all began sharing her photo and a description of her and when she was last seen. Then Friday was the bizarre fire at the family's former home, which we've been told by fire investigators um, was like a gas line piping issue. So it had nothing to, to do with the case, it but to do with it. it just threw this little but, weird wrench in the whole story that they have to yeah. follow through and investigate. So what do you yes, think, it, like he was, you know, walked out of the police station yesterday with this strange look upon his face. Almost a mm-hmm. smile. Almost a smirk. What do you, if you can speak to that, what was that like for you to see after you've been invested in this? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday felt so intense because I've just tried to be so sensitive to a lot of these um, friends of this woman um, in, you know, sharing who she is and sharing their real worries and fears um, this week. And so I did interviews with some of their friends Sunday night who are saying this is only a misleading charge and, you know, who knows what we'll learn in court. Um you know, we've been over the house with the family and people are distraught and this is scary. And so then for him to emerge from the police station smirking, come to court and have these really frightening details shared about incorrect information that was shared with police that really distracted investigators in those precious first hours of an investigation. He told police that he was at a Whole Foods and a CVS and that he took his son for ice cream. And so all of these local state police investigators and Cohasset are dedicating resources and time to reviewing surveillance camera video, which, you know, can expire at some businesses. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's only it's could be up there important. for 24 hours yeah. sometimes right. because it so, just records over. They end up getting video of him, I guess, at a Home Depot and allegedly spending almost $500 in cash to buy mm-hmm. like commercial grade cleaning supplies or whatever. Right. right. And now that, that was during a visit that he had told 
police that he was taking his child for ice cream. And then he is seen on surveillance in Home Depot with a mask and gloves on, Mm. spending $450. Some of the items were tarps and a mop and buckets. And then had told police that he had visited those other businesses up on the North Shore. So police are up in different communities far away from their home reviewing surveillance video in those places that he said he visited and there's no Mm. record of him being there. All right, it's Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. We're talking to Julie McDonald, reporter from WBZ-TV, who's been covering the story in Cohasset. Uh, just real quick, just to kind of finish up, what is what are we looking at today and over the next, say, 24 to 48 hours with him? Well, last night took sort of an investigative turn in just that there were police scenes at basically like transfer stations. Um, digging through mountains of trash. And our I-team did report that police found some evidence connected to this case at the transfer station in Peabody. Um, You know, we know that he bought all those cleaning supplies. Police are looking for those. We know that, as you mentioned, in court, police found a damaged knife with blood on it and some blood in their family basement. Mm. So that's being tested at the state lab for DNA. Um, So there are still, there's still a very sort of urgent ground search happening. And that's basically through mountains of trash at Mm. different facilities to see what, if anything connected to this could be where. Well, Julie, we're out of time. We do appreciate you coming on and kind of filling in some of the the details and and the holes in the stories that we didn't know about. And if you want to follow along with Julie, uh, she has a Twitter account. It's at Julie, J-U-L-I, McDonald. That's M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. Or follow along at the CBS Boston website as well. Julie, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You can't beat Kennedy. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's gonna school you, sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man, you can't beat her. You ain't gonna win, man. You're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stop. Game time. Can't beat Kennedy, now presented by Catch's Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com, where you pay nothing unless they win. Everybody say good morning to Jen from Reading. Hi, Jen. Hello, Jen. Hi, guys. Who's actually at home with Abby. They brought us toys, Kennedy, you may recall. Of course. Abby's a little bit under the weather. Tell her we hope she's doing all right. A lot of people are sick now. Hi. Oh, hi, Abby. (laughs) Jen, will you kick Kennedy out of the studio? Yep. Kennedy, my dear, will you please leave the studio? Sure thing. Good luck. Thank you. Five trivia questions. You know the deal. All pop culture. You get more right than Kennedy. You win the $100. You tie. You lose. And Kennedy's gone into that soundproof studio. Question number one. Today in 2009, Fergie married Josh Duhamel. They split in 2017. Which group made Fergie famous? Black Eyed Peas. Paul McCartney was almost hit by a car in the crosswalk from the Abbey Road album cover. Wow. Name the other surviving Beatle member besides Paul. Ringo. Chris Smith is 44. Daddy Mac, a.k.a. the sole survivor of Criss Cross. Criss Cross will make you what? Jump, jump. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Question number four. The 80th Golden Globes air tonight at 8 p.m. on NBC. Which group has been in charge of the Golden Globes since its start in 1944? 
Oh. Uh, the Academy? Question number five. Taylor Swift's Antihero is back at the top of the Hot 100. What is the name of Taylor's album that features Antihero? Do you know the answer, Abby? What's the name of the album? From Taylor Swift. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You, you were just asking if you could answer it. You don't know the name of the album? She's like, I'm sick. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right, let's get Kennedy back into the studio. Kennedy! How quickly we forget after the holidays. It was all we talked yeah. about for a month. Kennedy, welcome back. Hi. Jen and Abby got three out of five. Okay, well done. These are tough. You ready? Uh-huh. Today in 2009, Fergie married Josh Duhamel. They split in 2017. Which group brought Fergie to fame? Black Eyed Peas. Tied at one. Paul McCartney was almost hit by a car in the crosswalk from the Abbey Road album cover. That's crazy. Can you name the other surviving, surviving Beatle member besides Paul? Ringo Starr. Imagine being the person to run over Paul McCartney in the Abbey no. Road crosswalk. No. Chris Smith is forty. No. Uh, Chris Smith is forty-four. Daddy Mac, aka the sole survivor of Criss Cross. Criss Cross will make you what, Kennedy? Jump, jump. Three to three. I did remember it. <laughs> the 80th Golden Globes airs tonight at 8 p.m. on NBC. Which group has been in charge of the Golden Globes since it started in 1944? Hollywood Foreign Press. That's right, the Hollywood Foreign oh. Press, not the Academy. Four to three, question number five. Taylor Swift's Antihero is back at the top of the Hot 100. What is the name of Taylor's latest album that features that song? Midnight's. Midnight's is it. How quickly we forget, uh, but not Kennedy. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, five to three is the final score. Kennedy gets the win. I'm sorry, Jen, you don't get the cash. Uh, we do appreciate you listening this morning. Abby, feel better, okay? Okay. Oh. See, you made a sick kid feel even worse, Kennedy. <laughs> she feel bad. She's just happy she got to talk to Kennedy and, and everybody this morning. Okay, Dan. And in her the second act, she'll kick me. puppies, Dan. I see. Okay, Dan. Kennedy, what, or, uh, Jen, what do you want to say to Kennedy before you go? My name is Jen. I'm from Reading, and even with Abby's help, I still can't be Kennedy. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041.